my whole thought process with my model call is one, I want to show off my skill set. Two, I want to really show people that I know how to style my clients now. And number three, I wanted to set a standard for what I want to attract more of. The whole purpose of a model call and a styled shoot is literally to get your creative juices flowing, even though I hate that phrase with a passion, but I know it'll make sense to you. I want you to walk away with your soul on fire. So all these little details, they matter. Are you a photographer looking to build a five or six figure business that has both time and financial freedom? Maybe you're struggling to get clients on your books that don't know what to do to bring in your next lead. Maybe you're frustrated with social media because you see it working for other photographers, but you aren't seeing any results. Maybe you're an established photographer with a solid client base, but you're looking to go next level. The truth is that taking pretty pictures just isn't enough anymore. In order to build that dream career as a photographer that you had when you first got into this industry, it's going to take a toolkit of business skills, marketing strategies, and accountability. Hi, I'm Brooke Jefferson, a lifestyle photographer, marketing strategist, and business coach for photographers. Welcome to the Book More Clients Photography Podcast, where I share tried and true marketing strategies, interview other photographers and experts, and pull back the curtain on what it really takes to be the go-to photographer in your specialty. My goal is to help you turn your business both profitable and purposeful. If you're ready, let's jump on into today's show. Wish your social media followers would turn into paying clients? Well, they can. You just need to have a few key pieces in place so you can start dominating your content and have confidence in showing up. See, most social media gurus just tell you that you should be consistent, post every day, and sell your soul to the platforms. But that is not a solid strategy. What you need in place is a branding strategy, content that actually resonates with your followers, and a marketing strategy that helps you stay front of mind, but doesn't require you to show up 24-7 on social media. Do I have your attention? If you want to learn the exact strategy that has helped over 100 photographers book more clients from social media, then you need to check out my newest social media course for photographers. Find all of the information by visiting brookjefferson.com slash social media course. It's time to turn your followers into paying clients. I'll see you inside. I'm back with a fresh episode for you guys today. And today's episode topic is one that gets asked about maybe every other day in the Facebook group. So I wanted to bring you one big episode where I can walk you through how to run a successful model call, why you would do this, how to set it up, all the nitty gritty details that you guys are always asking about. And then I'm going to wrap it up with ways that you can monetize your model call as well. So let's dive in to today's topic. All right. So the first thing I want to tackle is why would you even consider running a model call? There are so many different reasons, but some of the most popular reasons that I see are 
A, you're brand new and you want to build up your business. You need someone to practice on. You need someone to show off with and you need a good way to get your name out there so people know that you are in business. That's one of the most popular ways. The second is if you're pivoting your business. So maybe you were doing one type of photography before, but now you're really wanting to step into a whole new world a different niche, that kind of thing, then you would use a model call to basically pivot your business and show off your skills in another area. The other thing is a lot of us will go through a season of education where we're pouring in. So we're learning client experience, or maybe you're one of my blueprint program students, and you've just learned all of this awesome stuff. Maybe you've taken an editing mentorship and you guys are ready to show your growth. This is a fantastic way to basically show off your new skill set. And I also will run model calls if I get my client closet, if it grows by a lot, then that's another great way to run a model call. But all in all, the purpose of a model call, regardless of what your main reason is, is that you are trying to drive more traffic into your business. Bottom line, that is what a model call really is for. People also call model calls styled shoots because they go together. Typically, when you're running a model call, it's because you are wanting to take complete creative control over the situation and get people that are willing to show up and do what you want to do with them. That's basically the purpose of what a whole styled shoot model call is for. It's for you to have that creative control. So I want to walk you through how I plan one, how I make these successful, and then how you can monetize your model calls. So I just ran my own model call for 2021, and I typically do this once a year every year because every year I'm growing. Every year I'm learning something new. Every year my editing is getting better and better and better. So I wanted to kick off my spring season with these amazing lifestyle sessions. So I decided that I was going to run a model call for two different types of people. My first set of models is I wanted a maternity session model and I wanted a family with a minimum of four children. (laughs) Now, before some of you stroke out, um, I am a lifestyle family photographer by trade and I absolutely love families, but I am also finding myself loving motherhood. I opened my in-home studio. We moved last year. We bought our dream home, which was amazing. And that's a whole nother podcast episode. But we moved here and I knew immediately we had an extra bedroom and I wanted to turn that into my studio. And ever since I have done that, I just find myself loving motherhood, whether it's newborn, maternity, milestones, whatever the case may be. I'm literally loving it. So this year, the main two things I want to continue to book myself out for is definitely the motherhood side of photography and family photography still. So my whole thought process with my model call is one, I want to show off my skill set. Two, I want to really show people that I know how to style my clients now. And number three, I wanted to set a standard 
for what I want to attract more of. So here's the key piece that I really want you to hear me on is that when you run a model call, you don't want to show up and just do okay with it. You want it to be phenomenal. You want this to be the one thing that when you walk away from this session, you're fired up and you're like, that's what I want to do. I want more of that exact same thing moving forward. That's the whole point. So I had high standards for my model calls. I even gave myself, you know, the four children. I gave myself that challenge because I want to show the bigger families, hey, it's okay if you don't have two kids and they don't always smile at the camera. That's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking to document your life, your season exactly as it is right now. We're not here for perfection. We're here to storytell. I'm here to literally paint the picture, give it back to you and show you the story of your family. So that is my purpose of why I did my model call. And then the other models that I did was I was very specific. I wanted a maternity session, but I wanted my client to be a first time mom expecting her first child. And I wanted it just to be of the couple because my intention with this maternity session is to get it to be very intimate. I want bare belly. I want this couple loving on each other and basically showing us how much love they have and how this child came to be. So I am very specific. So When you are thinking about doing a model call, I want you to dream your little heart out. I want you to sketch it out. I want you to journal it out because that's where it starts. So before you just craft something together quickly because you think it's going to be awesome for your business or you're trying to race to the next level of your success, I want you to slow down. I want you to journal it, sketch it, think about it be with it for a little bit. And then we're going to craft together all the nitty gritty details. So after I had the vision in my head, I knew that I was ready for the next step, which is actually mapping it out. So I'm going to walk you through the process now of where I start all the little decisions I have to make before I throw it together in a workflow and actually put it out into the world. So here's my process. Number one, I go back to, again, what is my purpose? Why am I doing this? And I go ahead and I revisit that. Then I decide where is the place, what type of location is really going to help me paint this picture best and really bring out my skill set. So I hope you heard that. I didn't say what place is the most popular that all of the photographers are photographing at. I didn't say what location is so close to me that I don't really even have to drive to it. I, you know, I'm not making it convenient on myself. I'm not choosing a location out of convenience. In fact, the location that I've chosen is an hour and a half away from me. And again, I'm not getting paid for this session. And I will tell you how you can monetize it at the end of this episode. But in essence, I'm not being paid for this photo session. This is just something where I want creative control. I want to help paint their story, but I also want to show off my skill set. So when you're thinking about all these little things from what they're wearing to what location it is, I really want you to think what is going to show off my skill set. So if you have never photographed at a particular location and you're like, oh, that just sounds so good. I saw so-and-so shot there and it turned out well. But if it's got 
challenges for you that you're not necessarily confident with, I probably wouldn't go with that location. Okay. And it's not because I'm saying you can't handle it. I'm just saying the whole purpose of a model call and a styled shoot is literally to get your creative juices flowing, even though I hate that um, phrase with a passion, but I know it'll make sense to you. Um, I want you to walk away with your soul on fire. So all these little details they matter. So for my location, like I said, I'm actually choosing the Wichita Wildlife Refuge. Um, For those of you that have ever seen this, it's typically the iconic tree, the fields, the mountains, all of that. And I decided on that place, not because it's popular, but because the way that I'm trying to paint the picture and the outfits I knew I was already going to have them wearing would match best with this location. Okay. The next thing is now I'm looking at, okay, what dates are these going to take place? And I know that sounds like, well, obviously you would choose a date, but again, I'm very strategic in the way that I do this. I'm not planning a model call in the middle of my busy season. I'm not planning a model call around a holiday. I'm not doing it around anything that's possibly going to distract me or get my model calls to not do well. So What I want to do and what I want to challenge you to do, since this podcast is going to air at the beginning of March, a lot of us are stepping into a new season. It's either warming up where you are or it's getting colder if you're on the other side of the globe. All right. And either way, it's a new season. It's time for you to refresh what you're doing. And it's a great way to jumpstart and book your next season's calendar. So for those of us in the U.S., I'm specifically going to speak to us for a little while. We are gearing up for spring season. Now, here is the predicament. And I wonder if a lot of you would agree with me on this. So many families wait to book in the fall. And that's why we're so busy is because people are thinking Christmas cards, holiday, everybody's getting together, things are slowing down, all of the things, even though I really don't think anything slows down in the fall. Um, And so a lot of people just disregard the spring. And if you're having problems booking early in the year from January to May, then this is something I really want you to consider doing as hosting a model call. This will not only get your name out there through the actual active search of finding your models, but this will also allow you to jumpstart your calendar, get you some leads, which we're going to talk about in just a minute. So I want you to be very particular of when you're doing your dates. Now, I am going to tell you that my original date for my model call was supposed to happen yesterday. So at the time of this recording, it's still February. I was supposed to have my model calls yesterday on the 21st, but that didn't happen because we had, you know, all of that snow come into Oklahoma and Texas. And so we just, it was going to be miserable. It was going to be hard to get to. It was going to be super muddy. And so we all rescheduled. So my reshoot is actually going to be mid-March. And while I don't love that time of the year, I really wanted to get a jump start. I'm still going to go with it, obviously, because I know that it will serve a purpose. So by the time you're listening to this, you could easily get your model call ready to go for the end of March and be successful with it and have it jumpstart your spring calendar into April, May, June. And then it would obviously roll over into the summertime, which is exactly what you want, because a lot of people don't 
think that it's valuable to have a spring or summer session. And I want you to prove to them different. I want you to prove to them that people are booking you. You can have amazing images at the beginning of the year and still use those on your Christmas cards later if you choose. Okay. So there's that. Then the next piece is go back to your purpose. Who are you looking for? Who specifically are you looking for? It's not just that you're trying to book a maternity session or a family session or whatever the case may be. Get specific. How many members, if you're doing a maternity session, do you want them to be pregnant with their first child? Do you want them to already have several children? That's something you need to decide. If you are going to do a model call for a newborn session, how old do you want that baby to be? Do you want there to be siblings? Do you want it just to be two new parents and their baby? You need to get super, super specific. And then I went one step further and I said, I really want to diversify what I'm showing in my work. And so I want people that have something else to offer. So what I mean by that is I searched for people that weren't just the norm. I was searching for people that had an edge that had something different about them. And I lucked out because both men, the dad in the family session and the model that I'm using in the maternity session, both have long hair. Both do not look like normal human beings just walking down the street that you see over and over. They all have very unique looks. And I was purposely going for that. Now, I don't always judge my model calls on that. But again, I wanted to diversify. I wanted to show that I can do something a little different um, that was outside of my norm. Okay. So once you have all of those details mapped out, you know, when, where, who, what the purpose is, every little detail, and you're good to go. Now we create the actual workflow. Now we're going to work on the actual marketing and what are we going to do with these models and what are we going to do with all the applications that we're going to get? So that's the next step. Okay, so now it's time to talk about your workflow. So what I do at this point is I go into my client relationship management system, which is I use Irisworks. Maybe you're using Sprout Studio. Maybe you're using HoneyBook, whatever you're using. This is the time where you go in there. And what I do is I start setting up what's going to happen when I actually select the models. And the reason I do this, and once you do this one time, you can repeat this, is I like to come up with an email sequence just to make sure they're going to be able to sign my client agreement, which is a contract. They're going to be able to pay a retainer, and I'll explain that in just a minute. And then I want to make sure that they have adequate communication. So I give them a questionnaire to fill out in depth. I also give them a style guide, even though I'm planning their outfits, I still give them access to it. So that way they're able to see what I'm talking about. And then when we have our styling consult, we go back and forth, they know kind of the standard I'm looking for, rather than trying to style these people. And then they could be thinking a million different directions, right? So I create a style guide that is very specific toward what I'm looking for, location, season, outfits, everything. And then the last thing is I set up some email reminders so that they're constantly being reminded of when this is taking place, even though I'm probably having a text communication with them 
quite frequently during this entire process, but I want everything set up so that I can be hands off and know that everything is being taken care of, even when I am not manually working on their stuff. So then I also, when I'm done with that, I go into Google Forms and I create an additional questionnaire. You can do any type of form you want to on any place you want to, but this is where I I go ahead and I get the initial information from every single person that is going to apply for this. So let's back up a little bit and let's talk a, a couple things that you need to jot down and note. So for the model call, you want to make sure that you are getting leads, not just trying to find the connection with the one person. So you need to have an entire workflow for everyone to apply. So I'm going to walk you through mine and I want you to understand mine is probably the most, what's the right word? I I was going to say professional, but more like high end. So this is like the most high end option out there. Okay. So what I do is after I craft my post, I have a call to action of where to apply. So I have a spot on my website that says, if you're interested in applying, apply here. So it's a little landing page. You can do this. If you have Flowdesk, you can make your landing page within Flowdesk and just have Flowdesk and your emails. That's totally fine. Um, So what I do is I create this one page. It's a one page website. It's what it looks like. And it has a picture of either a past session I've done or maybe just the location itself as close as I could get to what I'm looking for from a past session, then I just put the picture up there. And if you have none of those things, at least get a picture of yourself. All right. With you holding your camera, a picture of yourself. That way they're like, okay, this is who I'm going to be working with. Got it. So on this page, it typically has a picture and typically reminds them what they're signing up for. So it'll say something along the lines of family model call or Brooke Janae photography model call. And then I get a couple of sentences to remind them what to do. So I say simply enter your first name and your email address if you're interested in applying for the model call. And then once everybody's in there, I have a workflow that's automatically sent out. So once they hit submit, they will receive an email within five minutes to their inbox that says, hey, thank you so much for applying to be one of the models for my upcoming styled shoot. Here is what I need from you. I have attached this Google form. Please fill it out in its entirety. I will be contacting the people chosen by this specific date. If you have any questions or anything at all, please don't hesitate to email me back. And then I sign my name. That's it. That's all I do. And they know exactly what they need to fill out. And in the questionnaire, in the Google form, I go over everything. In fact, I'm going to pull this Google form up for you and I'm gonna read you the questions that I asked so that you can just swipe these questions for your own model call. Okay, I pulled up my model call. Here are the questions that I asked in this specific questionnaire form. And I give this out, like I said, to everybody that applies for it. So. I say, what is your full name? Which session are you looking to model for? And again, if you only have one option, you don't need this question, but I had two. 
The next one is there will be a $100 retainer fee, which will be refunded after the session. Are you okay with this? Or do you agree to pay this? Either way you want to word that question. Really quickly, I want to talk about why do I charge a retainer fee? Well, if you've never run a model call or you've never had a session where you've had a (laughs) no-show, then let me tell you, it really, really sucks to pull all of your energy and time into someone that doesn't show up. So what I've learned in the past is that while the model session is actually still free, so no matter what, it's still free to my models, they still have to pay $100 down. And then after they show up, after they go through everything and they have agreed to everything in my client agreement, I will refund their $100 after the session has been completed. And again, this is to save you know, my, my travel. This is to save my time. If This is to save my investment. If there's things that I invested in specifically for this styled shoot, it just prevents me from having clients that don't show up. So I definitely recommend that you guys offer a refundable retainer once the agreements and the session has been met. Okay. So most people will agree to this. A hundred dollars is not too much to ask for, especially if you are working on being a legitimate business, working with legitimate clients, that is not a big deal to ask for. And my models had that paid within 24 hours. Okay. So that's how you're going to figure out who's serious and who's not. Now you're not charging anybody this $100 refundable retainer fee until you've chosen who your models are. So that part is just asking if someone marks that question, no, they're not willing to pay that, then make sure that they're not the people you choose for your model call. All right. The next question is as a model, you are granting Brooke Jefferson full permission to post advertise and share your images from the sessions on social media, publications, etc. Do you understand and agree? And then in parentheses, I say you will sign a contract at the time of booking. And then they mark yes or they mark no. Again, if anybody marks no to this, do not choose them for your model call. That's the whole purpose of this questionnaire is to weed out the ones that are serious and the ones that are looking for a free session for themselves. Okay. The next question, as a model, you are required to follow the styling advice and wear the wardrobe that is agreed upon between you and Brooke. Do you agree? This question alone better be in every questionnaire you ever ask when you're working with models, because time and time again, I see the posts come through the social selling group or in the other photographer Facebook groups, and they always say, So I did a model call, but they showed up and they were not wearing what I asked them to. And 99% of the time, it's because of two things. Number one, you didn't make them aware that they were required to do this. And number two, you had no contract or client agreement in place. And it is really, really important that you have one. And I'm happy to discuss the model call client agreement. I will walk you through the key points of my contract. I can't give it to you because that's legally not sound, but I can at least tell you what's included in mine. That way, you know what to go and include in yours when you go get a contract. Now, also, there are model 
contracts and styled shoot contracts available on multiple websites that are legit, that will save you the hassle of having to basically piece together your own that may not hold up in court, all of the things, but also hopefully none of you are going to go to court over a model call. But I just want you to be aware that when you have your clients sign a contract, they're going to be more serious about working with you and taking you seriously. Okay. All right. We're almost done. Couple more questions here. The next one is this session will be taking place at the wild refuge near Lawton, Oklahoma. Does this work for you? And then they have to mark yes or they mark no. If that location is not something they're willing to travel to, again, I'm not going to choose anybody that marks no. Next question. When posting your images online, you will be required to mention Brooke Janae Photography as a way to continue to help me advertise my business. Do you agree? This is another question I see all the time. I did this model call or I did this free session for these people and they are like, they're not recommending me. They're not tagging me on social media. I don't understand why. Did you make that clear to them that they were supposed to do that? And it goes back to the contract. Is it in your contract? Because if it's not, then, you know, that blame falls on yourself. The next question is which date works best for your session? Then I also put in parentheses, these will take place in the evening before sunset. I know it sounds so elementary, but for me, I only shoot at golden hour or before sunset or late in the afternoon, right? I don't shoot any other time of the day unless it's at the studio. And I need these people to understand that just because they mark a date, they might think, oh, yeah, I could do that date. I've got a birthday party at 2 p.m., but I can totally, you know, do something before then. Now, I want you to know exactly when this is going to be. And so that's why I make you choose your dates. And you need options. You always have to have a plan B and a plan C in case the first two don't work out. We're not in control of the weather. We are not in control of a lot of the things that go wrong. And then God forbid, if your models have a family emergency or something like that, because things do happen, you better have plan B and plan C in place. Okay. So I gave them three date options to check. I also will typically do, I'm doing both of these model calls the same day. They're an hour apart. And so I specifically did that a, because I'm driving, you know, an hour and a half away, but B because I wanted to see the models. If I got a, a huge influx of applications, then I was just going to narrow it down to the ones that all checked the same date and then pick two from there. Does that make sense? And then the very last question is, I just leave it open-ended. Is there anything else you would like me to know? Sometimes this is where people will put in, you know, emotional details. Maybe um, they're applying for a very particular reason that model call called out to them. Maybe a husband lost a job. This is the only way that they would get a session at all. That's not to guilt trip you, by the way. This is just in case somebody wants to share something with you, they're able to right here. Okay. And then at the bottom, I have a little text field that says, once this is filled out, I will announce the chosen models by this state. Then you will receive, you know, an additional email where you can pay your retainer and sign your contract. Thank you so much for applying. It's that simple. So that's what the model questionnaire is. You can add more questions if you want to. You can take away questions. There's... Definitely a few that I recommend keeping and you guys 
probably can tell what those are. So those are the questions for the questionnaire. Now we discuss retainer, we discuss the contract. Now let's talk about actually posting and marketing for this, because I think that this is where a lot of people go wrong. A lot of photographers give up on themselves. And so I want to just walk you through how to write a model call post and how to make sure that you're actually covering your bases. Okay. So how to write a model call post. What you need to do is this is basically going to be your outline. So you need to have model call for, and then insert your type of shoot. Then you're going to go over some details. Where is this? When is this? Then the next section is going to be looking for a, and then you're going to insert the description of exactly what you're looking for. The more specific you are, the better. The next section's requirements. The next section is explain how to get in contact with you, give the call to action, how do they apply. And then you want to be using your own picture to showcase what you want to do as a bonus. So I don't want to see any Canva graphics that say model call unless that's all you've got. I want to see you use an image of either your own work that you are proud of or maybe just a picture of the location that you took. Do not, and I want you to hear me out, do not take another photographer's image or an image you find off Google or an image you find off Pinterest and put in parentheses, this is not my work. That's not crediting anybody. That's still stealing an image that's not yours. Do not do this, all right? Please don't do this. So let me read you an example post Okay, that I created just so that you guys would know exactly what to do. And then if you want a copy of the questionnaire questions and the sample outline and example of a model call post, you guys can get that by going to brookjefferson.com slash model call and you'll be able to download that there. Okay, so an example post sounds something like this. Model call for family of five, Phoenix, Arizona, August 31st, 2020. Looking for an adventurous family of five to photograph around the Phoenix area and a desert location, preferably with at least one child under two, no grumpy dads. Wardrobe must be purchased in exchange for the free session. You will receive 15 edited images in an online gallery with an option to purchase more. Email a recent photo of your family to name at emailprovider.com. Or the call to action would be apply here if you're going to go the landing page email marketing route. The thing is, is the reason you want to do this is because you want to keep track of all of your leads. So if you simply do the email me with a recent photo of you, your family, whatever you're looking for too, and then you give them your email address, then what I want you to do is I want you to have a spreadsheet where you're tracking their name, you're tracking their email address, and you are keeping their pictures in a folder on your computer of model call, okay? And then I want you to go through and you will manually email everybody out that questionnaire form that's interested in applying. Okay. Now, if you don't have an email provider, like you don't use Flowdesk, you don't do email marketing, you don't have any of that. You just have a regular personal email account. 
but you still are going to use a Google form as your free form for them to fill out. Okay, great. What you could do is instead of having them email you a recent photo, you could say, here is where to apply and then just link your Google form link because you can make them super duper short, put them in your post. So all people have to do is click on it, fill out your Google form. There is one more thing that I forgot to mention, and I don't know how I skipped over this, but one of the second questions after I ask for my model's full name is I also ask them to drop their social media links. That's how you can go and check them out. What do they look like? When's the last time they had pictures done? All of that. So make sure you're asking them to drop their social media handles so that you're able to go find them and really do thorough research for your model call so that you can make the best decision, okay? All right, so that covers how to do this. So let's talk a little bit of marketing. I don't want you to post this one time and walk away. I want you to run your model call for about five days, maybe seven. So five to seven days, you decide. I want you to post this once a day on your social media platforms of choice. So maybe if you're on Instagram, you are going to do at least one feed post where you're talking about this model call. You're telling them to go to the link in your bio and you can hook up your Google form right there. So apply for the model call and they can click the button and they'll be taken directly to the Google form. The other option is that you could throw it in your stories every single day and talk a little bit about it. Show us what you're working on, like make it a big deal. My point is if you post it one time, it's not going to go very far. So you need to be posting this in as many places as you can. And I would just rotate the times and the days that you do this. So maybe on Monday, you post it on your Instagram feed. Tuesday, you remind them by resharing the post to your stories and talking a little bit about it. Wednesday, you go over to your Facebook photography business page, if you still have one of those on Facebook, and you post it there. On Thursday, you post it to your personal Facebook profile. And then Friday, you circle it back. And one more last call, I would do it in your Facebook stories and I would do it in your Instagram stories. There you go. That's five days. That's a lot of different eyeballs. If you have a Facebook group, you should definitely be posting it in there. I basically want you to talk about this model call until you feel like you are so sick and tired of talking about it and like you're getting on people's nerves. That doesn't mean multiple posts in one day. It just means one post per day for five to seven days, you should have at least, God forbid, I hope, at least 10 applicants by the end of the seven days. And then you can go through there and start choosing. Okay. This is a great way, you guys, to also drive traffic to your business, to get more eyeballs on your profiles. Another thing that you could say is ask people to share it. Hey, if this doesn't fit you, do you mind just hitting the share button and sharing this out to your stories or to your feed so that maybe someone that's friends with you can see this model call and apply for it? Or I often say, tag a friend. If this isn't you, do you mind tagging a friend below who you think would be great for this opportunity? And that typically gets my post extra engagement on top of that. So, okay, I feel like I threw so much at you guys today. This is definitely one of those episodes where if you're driving or multitasking, you're probably going to have to re-listen, take notes, definitely go sign up to get the questionnaire questions, um, the checklist, 
and the sample model call, brookjefferson.com slash model call. And then also, I cannot wait to hear the results that you guys are having from these. Now, there's one more thing we need to touch on before I go, and that is how do you monetize a model call? How do you actually make money from this? And there's three ways you can make money from this. Two are short-term ways, and the third is more of a long-term way. And I'll explain what I mean by that. Short-term means you're able to make your money back pretty quickly or make money on it at all pretty quickly. And then the long-term is you're setting people up for success that will eventually turn around and book you later. So let's talk about the long-term one first. That is collecting the leads. So like I said, you wanna keep track of every single person that applies for your model call. Why? Well, if they fit this condition, right? They fit your expectations, your requirements, all of that for this model call, then they are probably going to be drawn to the final images you take from this particular session and they might become future clients. So what I want you to do is I either want you to, A, if you do email marketing, I want you to save all of their emails, get it into your email list, right, with their permission, of course. B, if you don't go that route and you have a Facebook group, I want all of these people added to your Facebook group. Okay, so those are the two ways that you're going to keep these leads. The reason why this is important is because you want to keep showing up in front of these people. And the next time you have something or the next time that you offer sessions or they're finally able to see the images that you produced, they might just book you off of that alone. Okay, because they know you're capable. The second way you can monetize a model call is obviously by upselling your images. So here's the thing. Make sure you're communicating exactly what your model is getting. All right. Are they getting five digital images? Are they getting a collection? Are they getting all of the images? That's for you to decide. I would recommend 15 images or less on model calls. That way you're giving them the best of the best and it's leaving them wanting more. And then let's say you come away from that model session and you've got 40 to 50 amazing images that you can market with for the rest of the year, then you're going to upsell what they didn't get to them and say, hey, thank you so much. I am honored that you were the model. You guys did phenomenal. Here are the 10 promised images from your session. But just to let you know, I have 30 additional images that turned out just as amazing. And if you want to just have all of the additional ones for X amount of dollars, I will go ahead and give that to you right now. Um, You know, this offer expires in 30 days from now, whatever the case may be. That is how you can make more money is having them basically pay you for a session they would have paid you for anyway. I typically like to give them a little bit of a discount, obviously, just because they went through all of that trouble. It was mainly for me. I just simply want to turn around and give them the gift of being able to purchase more if they want more. The third way is these are for those of you that are looking to help other photographers or you are kind of wanting to step into the education side a little bit, turn your model call into a styled shootout. So what that means is you're doing all the hard work, you're doing all the communicating with the client, you're the one that's getting the client to sign your contract. And then you turn around and you advertise once everything's set in stone, you've got your clients, you know what date it's going to be, all of that. You can invite 
I would say four or five additional photographers to come join you and pay you a small fee so that they can basically use your model, use all your hard work for their portfolio. So that's how you can do that. Okay. Totally up to you. It's a great way for community. It's a great way to meet other photographers in your area. Even if you don't necessarily want to step into the education side, but you more so want to present an opportunity for other photographers, that is one of the best ways to do it. Whether you want to charge $50 a photographer, $200 a photographer, that's up to you. I'm not going to judge you for that, but it's just up to you to decide what makes the most amount of sense. And then just make sure you're openly communicating with the photographers what exactly is happening, what's the purpose of this session. But if you'd rather just keep it all to yourself, you can do that too. Okay. All right, guys, that was, whoo, that was a novel of information. I hope that you guys found so much value, maybe at least one or two takeaways that you can apply to your next model call. And then I would love to hear from you inside of the social selling for photographers, Facebook group. So hop on over there. There should be a link in the show notes. If you can't find it, go to my website, brookjefferson.com. You should be able to find it there. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode I am so thankful for so many amazing listeners. I have the best listeners out there, seriously. So don't hesitate. If you want to come say hi, come find me on Instagram, pop into my DMs, send me an email, whatever you want to do. I love, love, love hearing from you guys. Have an awesome day, guys.